Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Hello, Internet! It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and that means here on ReadyCheckRadio.com, we are doing Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show where we chat about everything that happened this week in the world of video gaming or you know what just whatever the hell we feel like talking about that's the great thing when you know it's it's your show the three of us can just do whatever the hell we want right yeah i think it works that way chat is joining us live twitch.tv slash ready check radio we hope sometime you'll consider coming over and joining us whether it's for one of our uh, podcasts this one final fantasy 14 show any other shows that we got going on at any given particular time or any of our streams which are happening basically all throughout the week head on over to readycheckradio.com the socials are in the upper right hand corner Click on all of them, follow, subscribe, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, turn on the notifications, and tell your friends. If you like what we do here, it's the easiest, fastest, and cheapest way to support us. And if we, uh, if you want to take us on the go, you can do that too. We're over there on Spotify. Give it a little follow, and uh, you'll always get all of the latest podcasts. Joining me to go over everything in the world of gaming this week, or at least the stuff we thought interesting enough to talk about, Mr. Jason Winter. You're looking, uh, Mike, good. Uh, You're looking good this evening, sir. You like oh, look relaxed. Thank you. Like you. Thank you. I, I'm sort of relaxed, yeah. but uh, I, I just, I got a level with you, Mike. Uh-oh. There. <sighs> I leveled with you. What the hell is in what, your background? What just happened? What is that? <laughs> this is the greatest toy ever. Look at this. Oh, wow. It's like one of those balancing, spinning dancer things. Yeah. yeah. Look at you. Like, you got physics-based toys. Uh-huh. Such a weirdo. <laughs> Such a weirdo. Also on the line, resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. What's, What's up, up? Lots of emoticons, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, for those of you that uh, were joining us last week, we teased it. We are now part of the uh, the Twitch followers beta program. So, when you are in twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, even if you don't opt to financially support the channel by subscribing, you are welcome here, and you have follower emotes that you can use exclusively in our channel just for following twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. You got five free ones there. And then, of course, there are the other ones that uh, are in our sub-tiers, as always, which Yod is working on more. Because I can't ask Yod for one piece of art without getting seven. I, I just, it just... <laughs> It just doesn't yeah, he's work. not working on these things, and they, they just, they're just, you know, one after another, they just come to your brain, and you just want to do them, and they're so just, easy to do. He just keeps going. He's like, what Can about you this? Can you do an emote for this thing? Oh, <laughs> an emote for our <laughs> tiny dancer back there, yeah. dancing for money. It does what Jason wants it to do. <laughs> I ain't dance for money since I was in college. All right, the, good the club shut down. Let's get on to the video games, because this is... Oh man, those are rookie numbers, Jason. This is why you have to be here for pre-show too. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, before we get started, uh, obviously something we're going to talk a lot more about on the Relic Grind on Thursday. The live letter was yesterday for Final Fantasy XIV, the last live letter before Endwalker is released. Are we sure? Which we thought was going to be two weeks from yesterday and will now be four weeks from yesterday. Yoshi P and team very apologetic. Yoshi P taking all the blame on this one saying, you know, everything from every team was ready, Jason. This was a very, and he even said it was a selfish decision. He said, this is me as the director saying, I, we're going to lose a little master QA time due to all the architecture and server issues that they've been also trying to address. And I'm not comfortable. I want this to be perfect. I want this to be perfect. So we're going to push this in two weeks. So just delaying it 14 days, ensure, uh, assuring everybody that that is exactly the amount of time they need, apologizing for knowing people took days off work and things like that and maybe now need to reschedule, making sure that we were apprised on the staff at Square Enix and that they were are taken care of as far as making sure they get time off for the holidays. He, he kind of ran through the whole thing in typical Yoshi P, very upset uh, kind of broken by this fashion. So, what are your what's your thought? I know you tweeted or you uh, linked it in chat, and you were like, you know what? I'm just not surprised anymore. I'm just not. No, everything gets delayed now. Everything gets delayed, and it's not that I, oh, stupid game company, why can't they release shit on time? Uh, yeah. Grr, grr, grr. yeah. But it's like, at some point, the guys who set those dates are gonna have to actually talk with the guys who make the games. Like, just talk with them. All right. Yeah, because... I don't know. But the thing is, like in this particular case, I don't know if that works. We're talking about two weeks. Yeah, right? two it, weeks. It, all I'll admit, all yeah. admit isn't the worst. Yeah, I know. What? But what it's is? Only, it's also what I do think was bad about this was how late they waited to make it. I literally, yeah. like, I I am one of those for Final Fantasy fourteen. I do request a couple of days off to just chill with the new expansion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from my day job, I did not request them until this week. Like Wednesday or Thursday Ooh. is when I put put them in with my boss. Now, luckily, my day job, I'm very fortunate, very, very flexible. They don't care what I do and when I do it as long as it's done when it's supposed to be type deal. Hmm. Um, so it's no big deal on my, my end to say to my boss, hey, I'm going to take those days back. I'm going to back them up two weeks. Uh, no problem. But not a lot of people are in that, that fortunate situation, right, where that's a thing. So... I mean, I waited because I was like, if they're going to delay, which I thought was possible, Jason, to your point, uh, they would have done it by now. We are two weeks from launch. This is a done deal. We're going. Let's go over to Mr. Happy's channel and cover the live letter live last night. And oh, shit, we start with a delay. And a typical you know, self-effacing, humble Japanese fashion, as you said, he took like an hour to do it. So Yeah, there was a lot of bowing. A lot of mm. a lot of deep bowing. I yeah. and I, I did say Yad on the show, uh, on Mr. Happy's channel last night, which it was Kronos, Sly, Happy and, and myself. I said, Can you this is I don't want to give Square Enix the credit here because if this was another game from Square, this would have been a forum post or a press release that it was being delayed. Right. This is very much a Yoshi P thing. Right. right, and hopefully which, it becomes a Square Enix thing. But the thing I said it, on the show was, can you imagine any other company announcing it this way? Like Shadowlands was delayed; it was a blue post. Yeah, yeah. In in, in this case, this is another reason why Final Fantasy XIV has ruined me for all other MMOs. Is because of the guy in charge. Yeah. Partially because of how much responsibility he takes for it. 
because more than anything else, like you said, it, if it was any other Square Enix game, it would have been a Twitter post. It would have been, you know, some random, you know, little, oh, by the way, this happened. Not not a, I'm sorry, I am taking personal responsibility right. for it. There would be no responsibility. But because of this man, because of how he built his team, how he built the game, everything, the, the same guy that went, well, 1.0 sucks. So it's free <laughs> until it's good. <laughs> I mean, this is the same man that did that. And yeah. I mean, at the time, I wasn't playing the game. I only heard it from the wife. And I'm like, hey, that's kind of neat. Yep. But, but but 14 wasn't for me at the time. We're going to dig a lot I've... more into this on Thursday. I just wanted to make yeah. sure we talked about it briefly here for anybody that didn't hear yet. Uh, right. I find that hard to believe there would be any of you, but just in case. <laughs> Uh, we're going right. to talk about We'd... taking time off for expansions. You know, should it mm -hmm. be something that you do? Do you have a right to be upset with this type of delay? And the answer, by the way, is yes, absolutely. It is 100% to be okay, upset, disappointed, all that. I saw people like, get over it, get over it. It's a video game. No, no. It's fine. You're fine. You start threatening developers, we have another problem. But we'll talk right. about all that stuff on Thursday. Getting into right. other video game news, Jason, this is kind of brilliant. Uh, we talk. Mm -hmm. We start off this show often giving you a Blizzard update because we don't run Snowbound right now, uh, which was all Blizzard all the time. It's on hiatus given the situation with Blizzard until all all of the hosts agree they feel comfortable doing the show again. Uh, so we've been kind of giving you a little Blizzard update here and there. But, you know, we have mentioned Ubisoft in the past for similar allegations, for similar workplace conditions and shifting people from one company to another without any, uh, you know, regard for the health of employees. And we also brought them up last week for a little email campaign about people not playing Far Cry uh, 6 enough. Hmm. Well, the employees, the employees kind of said, hey, you could, you could do better? You could do better. All right. We think you could do better, too. And they went ahead and stole it, Jason. They just stole it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just the same as the uh, email was sent out from the protagonist or the antagonist of Far Cry 6 saying, you, you disappoint us, surely you can do better than this. You haven't played in like three weeks or whatever, so here is the, the version of that. Yeah. <laughs> now keep in mind, Ubisoft did like put together a small list of like demands that they wanted, just like Blizzard employees did, and so this is kind of stealing their... I, Yod, as an artist, you got to be like, hey, man, hey, man, that's copyright infringement. But I, I think <laughs> I See, think even you blasts, as an artist might let yeah. up on this one a little bit. Well, email blasts are one thing because th those are kind of shady as it is, especially with a lot of <laughs> right. the way how companies get their emails for those email blast type things. I used to have to do that for a living and I didn't feel good about it. So all in all, and plus it's, it's oh. you know, the developers and the artists that decided, yeah. hey, let's do this. Yeah. Let mm -hmm. let let's 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 it's, take their campaign. It's kind of brilliant. And do this with it. It's kind it of is. brilliant. It's, it totally is. I mean, it's got Look. massive cojones, right, Jason? Oh like, yeah. When you're sitting there looking at this, and it's just two or three people looking at it, and you're like, should we actually release this, <laughs> or is this gonna like burn this place down if we do this, like? You look at this and you go, no, send it. You look, that's brass yeah, this balls. This wasn't much for debate, I don't think. That's, that's brass balls right there. Final, Final Fantasy, welcome to chat. Yes, I did make it through the live letter on Happy Stream that's last night. That's a great game. Great name, by the way. Final Fantasy. I said the yeah. same thing. I said that's the amazing. same exact thing. 
But yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm dragging ass today. I'm really tired, but it's okay. We'll <laughs> we'll get through it. Uh, so kudos to Ubisoft staff. We thought this was brilliant. We wanted to put it right at the top of the show. It was number one there until Final Fantasy went ahead and delayed things yesterday. But right. obviously the biggest news in gaming this week, guys, uh, was Elden Ring, right? 20 minutes of gameplay for Elden Ring. If you've been waiting for this game since, you know, we first saw it in 2017 or whatever and throughout this year where we've got snippets of it and now we finally have a release date, you can go pre-order the bad boy right now. Uh, if you want to for Feb uh, February of next year, right? Yeah, now it's February. Yeah, because yeah, February. again, it was delayed. As yeah, everything it was is. delayed. <laughs> February of 2022. We got 20 minutes of gameplay. I'm sure we all have massive opinions on this. Jason, this is a game that you've just been kind of like, I don't even think this is ever going to come out at some point. You know, it was a gaming myth, a gaming urban legend. <laughs> but now you've seen 20 minutes of gameplay. We've got a couple screenshots of the classes that Jason sent over just right before the show. We'll show those in a second. But as you sat and watched, what were you thinking? Is it is it a little more interesting to Mr. Winter now, or is it just, nah, it's still not my kind of thing? I think it looks nice. And... The That's reason very I'm succinct. Not... <laughs> so, so what I was thinking of because we're coming up on it, and when five days is going to be the ten year anniversary of Skyrim's release. Yeah, eleven, eleven, eleven. And I can yeah. remember when I first saw first videos for Skyrim when I yeah, which were you know before that, like like you know, about eight or nine months beforehand. Right. And I, they blew me away seeing the just the the graphics and the characters moving yeah. around. I don't know what I remember was was just the overall like. Yeah, look of it. Also, dragons popping down. You know, that was a huge deal. And way people, yeah, that we did magic yeah. and everything. And this starts with the same thing. Here's a big ass dragon. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is it's like, okay, this needs to wow me. This needs to do something that I don't, I don't know as well. Like, like it needs to be something better than what I've seen in the past. And while it all looks good and it all looks competent, there's not that wow moment that I see that makes it look that much better or that much more fantastic than what I've seen before. I think I know Which would be fine if it is, if it is basically just the Elder Scrolls Six. That could be a good thing. That's kind of what I'm thinking. This this is kind of the Elder Scrolls Six. Is how I'm thinking of this. Yeah, with a little bit which of could, Demon Souls, Dark Souls thrown. Yeah, in yeah, which could be good, and that that that's, that's good. But it doesn't so much. It doesn't seem like the greatest thing ever, as some people are you know are wanting to hype it as. So, but it's something I could still get interested in. Yeah, I think we're echoing in your your thing a little bit there. But what do you what do you think about it, sir? Uh, Taking a peek at it. Much like with with what Jason said, it it looks very competent. It's pretty, but I think and and going off of what Jason said, I think what the what the thing is is that it doesn't have a specific style. Mm -hmm. It's like generic fantasy. Really Thank well you, done. artist. I needed that. That's what I was thinking of. I was trying right. to figure it, that it's out. Really well done. <laughs> Generic Ninja fantasy. Ninja pointing out in chat that there is no catchy song. Yeah, yeah. Dovahkiin, yeah. Dovahkiin, da 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 da. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, whoa, whoa. Oh, easy, yeah. easy. Get, yeah, got watched that for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on, it's actually. They, they, you can, if you play Skyrim, I don't think you're gonna get DMCA. But it, it's like I said, it, it's really well done, but it's generic fantasy. It hmm. doesn't have a specific feel to it. Like Final Fantasy has a specific feel to it. Warcrack has a specific feel to it. Um, hell, Skyrim, Dra uh, Dragon Age, all of them have a specific feel to it. You look at it and you go, that's X game. This is like, okay, 
Am I looking at D&D? Am I looking at Lord of the Rings? Am I looking at... Wow. You know, what What am I looking at? It's really pretty, but what am I looking at? Tough crowd. Damn. Wow. Tough crowd. I thought it looked amazing. I mean, no, no. I mean, it looks... I will concede a number of points that you have you have said, and they're points similar oh, that, to my yeah, own it's anyway. Like stabby through the... Oh, right? <laughs> right? Uh, then I, thought, I, I thought he was dead after he shot him with the arrows, and he's like, no, I got to do the sword now. I, I, thought, I thought it looked... Beautiful. It looked beautiful. I can't wait to yeah. play it. I can't wait to play it. Uh, but I also went into the gameplay expecting exactly that. So, like, I didn't have this expectation that, Jason, you kind of... And I don't think you had this expectation, but you said, you know, hey, it's it's got to do something different. It's got to wow me. I went in expecting this is going to be full generic fantasy, and I'm cool with that. I just hope it tells an interesting story. Right. Like I was not looking for the big Elder Scrolls five moment where I see something I have never seen before uh, or something done to polish at a level I have never seen before. I fully expected going into this to get exactly what I did. It looks like typical fantasy fair as far as the gameplay goes, but it's done well. It looks smooth. And again, this is what they wanted to show us. Doesn't mean that this is exactly how it's going to work when we have that controller in our hands. Might be the buggiest nightmare out there. We just don't know. But judging by the 20 minutes that I saw, I saw beautiful landscapes. I saw varying biomes. I saw varying monsters. I saw combat that looked engaging and interesting. Hopefully it plays out that way. I just started my little, my little checkbox. I'm interested in Elden Ring because I like fantasy in general. Let me start going through. How's the combat look? How's the visuals look? You know, of course, I'll still have to wait for the story portion. So I, I think I gave it maybe a little less of a bar of having to wow me than you two did. But I will concede the points that if you were looking for something that wasn't just you want to check out a few minutes of gameplay, if you were looking for that sell me moment and you were on the fence about it prior to watching this trailer, I might agree with you that it doesn't really have that sell-me moment. But I also don't think the game really needs one at this point. <clears throat> it's been sold, <clears throat> like it or not, through an absurd hype campaign over a ridiculously extended period of time. You already know if you're buying Elden Ring right now. I mean, you just know. You've either pre-ordered it or you're going to buy it on release day because you just don't pre-order things, or you're not. And if I'm not, it's their job to make me want to. And they yes. didn't do that here. It is, yes. but I don't think you I don't think you were the audience for this yet. Why I, am I not I the audience? Think, it's it's open world fantasy RPG. I love those. I think you I think you that audience will come around Christmas or New Year's when the advertising campaign starts. Well, well maybe that'll be sell. the wow. Maybe that's when we get the maybe, wow. Sure. Maybe that's when you get the, the the Jason Winter. I need a wow moment before I shell out cash for this. Maybe. Uh, I think this was to just kind of uh, you know sate a, a burning desire that had been there and wet the appetite a little more for people who are already deeply invested in following the game. And I think it nailed it for me on that front. I will admit that it's not exactly the box mover for people that aren't aware of the game at all because it does look more generic as far as fantasy fair, Yod. Yeah, and see, for me, that that's just the problem. It's too generic. I, I Like I said, it's very pretty, 
but is it enough to be just that? These Clearly, days though, no with games damage. and stuff like that, it, it needs, yeah, especially when I, I that horse it, goes rocketing off the cliff yeah. earlier. <laughs> yeah, it it needs a bit more to me these days. Because especially with, I mean, how much time do we all have to actually play games with everything else going on in our lives? And we we all have X amount of time to devote to playing games. Is this enough for it to be a very pretty but kind of generic fantasy to rate hours of playtime? For me, yes. Life? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you like everything. Yeah. No, you... I don't. Yeah. There's, there's things <laughs> I don't like. You try everything. Let's I do. I, I do try yeah, to do. at least yeah. try everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, plus, I mean, so uh, some of us do have a few more hours in the day to play video games than others do. But for the average person out there, they don't have as much time as we do to play video games. Look, my mom's in chat saying she'd try it. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wait a second. Your mom is involved in this. She said she'd try it. Yeah. All right. By the way, speaking of uh, familiar relationships, I don't know if he's in chat or not, but uh, Lou, uh, Corey, my brother, younger brother Corey, goes by Lou. You guys know him as Lou, I think, most of you. Mm -hmm. Some of you know him as Mm -hmm. Corey. Uh, Turns 30 today. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Why does one character look like the Flash? I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, wait till you see the guy with the wheel around his neck, right? Uh, but oh, anyways, he turned thirty-one. Yeah. Oops, I got it wrong when I was talking to him earlier. Ooh. I thought he was ten years behind me. Ooh, he is. I was. Oh, that's right. Okay, so when he turns nine years behind me in November, in February, I am gonna be ten years ahead of him again. So it's not <laughs> quite ten years. Well, I gotta fix right. that. I gotta. I was gonna call him after the show anyway. So. I'll fix it. Oh, Q, the, the flash thing, like someone went all red. That's another player you're playing alongside. Yeah. But I did get him a birthday present. It, it'll be shipping when it releases. He wanted Battlefield, so I bought him for that. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, anyway. Even though I got the numbers wrong. I was like, he's normally 10 years. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so speaking of uh, the Elden Ring, uh, we were talking, and we got classes. Yes, I wanted to show you the classes. So these were what? Apparently tweeted out, uh, Jason? Is this what these are? Yeah, well, I don't know what the date is. Yeah, sometime recent. <laughs> Getting a that, look at yeah. uh, We got five different classes. One of them is shown in both slides, so don't think there's six. That, that last one is, is shown in both slides there. Uh, so yeah, if I got, play, I'm totally going to be so I can have a wheel around my neck. Got that, and then we got these guys. I mean, it looks awesome. It looks awesome. Yeah. Or the bare-chested dude with the club. Maybe I'll be him instead. I don't. I don't, I don't I want think, to be just another. I think you should stream that way from now on. Just bare-chested, holding a club. <laughs> and Can then I have the other hand on, my on neck the mouse. Instead, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Jason's favorite time of quarters is up. Financials. We're not going to go really deep into everybody's financials. We already did that on MMOBomb.com's Always Online podcast yesterday. That is up on MMOBomb. You can see it right at the top of the banner. So head on to MMOBomb.com, click on it, and jump in. But in taking a look across the board, we know Call of Duty Vanguard launched yesterday, right? Launched yesterday. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, uh, but I do have it installed and everything ready to go. But uh, they kind of need that one to do well. Uh, And I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. They tend to do well. Uh, But actually, 
Yeah, ActaBlizz kind of needs that one to do well, Jason, because the third quarter, it wasn't terrible, but it also didn't really inspire a lot of confidence going forward in the short term. Yeah, and it's probably good that they got it out before the other two big shooter franchises do theirs, Battlefield and Halo. Uh, because that's going to be a competitive uh, quality season, I think. I think I looked at Battlefield on Metacritic and it was getting like 80 so far, so it's sort of okay-ish, but yeah, uh, yeah, Blizzard they're down a bit not as much as you would have thought you know, if you were With all the really legal hardcore stuff and, and everything, yeah. Yeah, hardcore to all that stuff, yeah, because this was the first quarter we really saw the results of that. Uh, but they're only down like about like 10% what they were the previous quarter, but actually kind of on par with what they were a year ago in the same quarter and more than they were prior to that. So it's like, you know, the company's always going up, 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 up. And then it just kind of does this little dip right here. Like similar to what it was like a year ago, but certainly enough of an issue that, as we said last week, Bobby Kotick, you know, put out the whole thing about here's all the stuff we're doing and so on and so forth. Because executives hate it when they drop at all. Executive yeah. shareholders, they hate any drops. They're always got to keep going up, 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 up. When it drops at all, that's like, mild panic time if you know if you know the exact reason for it in this case it's probably pretty obvious what it was <laughs> yeah also on the news of the you know lackluster let's call them financials they weren't really up they weren't really down the the do dollar amount was up the percentage was not uh they also brought news in uh yad that we aren't gonna see overwatch 2 and diablo uh for uh, yeah in 2022 at all like yeah. Those are probably now 2023 titles. And I Maybe. think that if you're a current stockholder, that's probably the, the announcement you cared about more than anything else. Like, you know, when are those titles coming out? And was is probably funneling, and I hate to say it, like I wanted to see them punished for the what's going on legally, but what they're probably financially going to get punished for most in the short term is the announcement of those two titles being backed up into 2023 considering when many of us thought one, if not both of those titles could have made 2021 and definitely was going to make 2022. No, now they're, they're both, both in 2023. Right. But is, is pushing those back a result of the, uh, the legal troubles they're in with the state and such. That's the, that's the question yeah. I have is that, I... is, is it a result of that because of, the employees and stuff and um taking you know protesting wanting better environments and stuff which is what they should get it should have been there in the first place which would you know make workflow and stuff a lot better so is is the the games being pushed back like that a result of that is it all part of the whole thing that's coming down with blizzard i would like to believe that but i'm gonna go with no <laughs> Okay. No. I'm gonna go. You with think no. it's just normal Blizzard BS? Yeah, because I mean, this ha that happened like three months ago. So like, even if they had all just quit for three months and done zero work at all, mm -hmm. they'd be three months behind. Which this is at least a six to nine month delay because these were probably about mid mid next year they were planning for these to be out. So yeah, I, I can see them actually pushing it back even out of 2023 into 2024. Early. I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't right. shock me, but I think that'd be right. detrimental. I, I really. Yeah. Oh, I think totally. Point, I, really totally I think they just release it full of bugs at this point. That probably, point. probably. <laughs> you know, and you know, like I said, their stock is down. It's not going to stay that way. We all know it's not, not. going to stay that way. If you were talking to Zach, this is very, you know, uh, buy the, buy into the dip. You know, if you've been interested mm -hmm. in picking up stock, 
as much as I would tell you, God, just ethically don't, uh, it's probably a good time to buy Blizzard here's stock. Here's a question I have. If you buy Blizzard stock, does that mean you get a vote on uh, Bobby Kotick's compensation next year? Ooh. Depends on the amount you buy, because I believe. Well, that's sure. A, I mean, yeah. well, I'm saying like <laughs> if you buy a hundred shares, and yeah, obviously other people are gonna have you know ten thousand. It's not that much, but could you get just a little bit of the vote on a it? A little, I mean, a, a fraction of the vote. Some tiny if, if bit. Enough of no. us buy into it all together. <laughs> like that whole GameStop <laughs> it's gonna, thing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of us. It's gonna take a lot of us. Uh, on the other side of the financial coin, EA just having, you know, just going gangbusters. Apex Legends <laughs> is now up to $1.6 billion. Uh, yeah, you, you, Zach's exactly right. I mean, you do technically get that vote. Yeah, but uh, EA, $1.6 billion on Apex Legends life uh, entirely. FIFA making ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, EA is just doing very well financially, but they also... I. I it's important to point out you, they think we're idiots, you know, and it's not like typical. I'm a business. I think my customers are dumb. Sometimes it's, we've done all of that. We screwed up with star Wars battlefront too. We got the whole FIFA ultimate Madden ultimate team thing going. We're facing litigation, but we th still think you're stupid enough. Jason, yeah. that they had no problem putting big people behind EA front and center to say, None of your thoughts matter. And in fact, you're wrong because nine out of ten don't. Yeah, yeah. By the way, did you know also that nine out of ten people don't pay uh, anything to play FIFA Ultimate Team? Uh, that's apparently what I heard uh, yeah. multiple well, just, times. Just, multiple just times. to remind you, I just want to remind you that nine out of ten people do not pay to play FIFA Ultimate Team. That's, that's three times you mentioned it now. We'd have to go two more times to mention it as often as their executive did in that interview. Because that was his go-to talking point that he had, you know, sticky tape to his computer, apparently, whenever whenever the reporter for Eurogamer, Wesley Ian Poole, ever brought up some uncomfortable point, such as when he asked, uh, you know, what, you know, what happens, you know, it, it, when, when the executive said, just like in real-world football, you have loot packs just like that, you pay money, you get a guy. And Wesley and Poole responded by saying, no, it's not how it works in real football. Or, but if you want a free agent, you pay your money for it, and you get the guy you bought. Yeah. And the response yeah. to that was, did you know that 9 out of 10 people don't pay for FIFA Ultimate Team? Mm -hmm. That was a direct response to that well, and, you know, rebuttal of his argument. So yeah, it's like, come and, on. And then he rebutted further. He said, I, I completely accept that, Wesley did. He said, fine. I accept that 9 out of 10. Fine. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is, you can. You could pay your way to success, and many people do. And Chris Bruzzo said, yeah, he said, and that's called choice. That's called Ugh. player choice. Players Ugh. have a choice. And Wesley was like, "Do they to pay to win? Do they really? <laughs> they have a choice to pay to win. Do I have a choice not to face that guy <laughs> when I play? When I'm playing. My God, Re reading that oh. article. Oh, I, I needed a drink so bad after that. Oh. That, that, Wesley that says, yeah, but my opponent oh. might have been the 10. <laughs> they might have been in the percentage who spent. How do I know? How do I know I was playing on a level playing field against that right. person? Chris Bruzzo says, the reality, Wes, and we study this constantly, FIFA Ultimate Team is by far and away a game of skill, and the player's skill is by far the fundamental contributor to that player's success rate. And it was just like, Wesley you know? must have been banging. God bless him, because he did a great job in this interview. He right. must have been banging his head on the desk. He's like, I am not talking about 
whether player skill wins more often than I am literally just questioning you on the ethics and morality of using this monetization model that clearly has problems. And all Chris Bruzzo, nine out of ten. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. And, and he said, look, I will show you my ethics and morality. And he opened up his wallet and showed him the money inside it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Big stacks of cash. I mean, they just absolutely think we're idiots, guys. They, they right. don't and, care. They have no regard just for wants you a taste of it. as a person. Yeah. I think the worst part of this from like a morality standpoint, by the way, was the fact that Chris Bruzzo had the audacity to ask players to not be so harsh in comments and critique online of the game because that hurts the developer's feelings. This is a company that doesn't want you to know who the develop all these big companies, don't want you to know individual developer names, don't want you to know individual director names. They just want you to know that that's an EA game, that's a Blizzard game, that's a this game, that's a this game. But because it helps them this time in what they want to say, hey, don't be so critical. There's developers here. You're hurting their feelings. And Wesley said flat out, he was like, 90% of online feedback has nothing to do with features developed in the game. They are aimed directly at executive decisions regarding these types of monetization practices. And Chris was like, you can't tell the difference. You can't tell the difference. It hurts their all feelings. One We're all EA's one EA. team. You, you, you can't tell the difference at EA because they go through so many developers <laughs> and coders that they don't remember the names themselves. They lay off the entire team and hire them back the next time. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Unreal. All right, let's take a look at some things, Jason, that were canceled or delayed uh, mm-hmm. right now in the last uh, week or so, and we're all, then we'll buzz into what's actually coming out in November. It's been a couple months since we've had a, a, a news week where we were able to do this, but I've grabbed a few titles that are coming out. We'll get everybody's take on them and whether they want to, uh, to pick them up or not. Uh, Jason, first up, one you wanted to talk about from the same people that make Civilization. Yeah, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, which was something we really... It's supposed to be a strategy game, like sort of an uh, XCOM-ish kind of thing, I believe, uh, using Marvel characters. Uh, and they had a really slick trailer for it a couple months ago, like just two months ago. And they're going to launch it. They said they were going to launch in March 2022. And then they're like, yeah, that was two months ago. We, we didn't mean it. So they're delaying to the second half of 2022. And what, now, now, talking about the, all the crap, random crap you get with the... Uh, you know, with FIFA or with the Ultimate Team or whatever, all the stuff you always hear from them. Yeah, I'm a little tired of you always hearing it was a difficult decision. That, <laughs> just retire that phrase, all right? Put it right don't, up don't on for... the shelf next to in case yeah. you missed it. Yeah, put it there. They don't, said, don't, forget, it. Yeah. don't forget the other part of that phrase. It was a difficult decision, but due to COVID. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> They actually didn't mention Utica. COVID, I think. They did not. I, I will give <laughs> them credit on this one. Yeah. Although yeah. it is a bit weird to reveal a game and then delay it two months that after is... the reveal. That's a little Again, weird. Again, could the guys making the dates talk to the guys developing the game? Could they just talk yeah. every now and then? Yeah. Yeah, that one's a little weird. That one's a little weird. Uh, take two. Now, this is kind of a rumor report from insiders who don't want to be named. But they apparently canceled a $53 million project. Uh, yeah, ba- whatever. Based, based on Hangar 13, uh, developed by Hangar 13. They were working on a game. 
Uh, this comes from Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg, which reports that people familiar with the decision said that further development of an unannounced title in its pipeline has ended. Codename Volt, the game had reportedly gone through multiple iterations since first being conceived, but ultimately what led to its cancellation was the repeated reboots, technical hiccups, and challenges caused by COVID-19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there <Sick>. it is. <laughs> It I was knew set it would come up eventually. The Bloomberg report says it was set to be a new intellectual property for Hangar 13, but 2K executives didn't see it as a worthwhile investment because of the amount of time needed in development before it became a finished project or product. Uh, you know, I'm going to say I guess they learned their lesson on, what was that, the noir title, uh, L.A. Noir. Yeah, when when they just funneled hundreds of millions to try and rescue that one and push it out the door, I feel like they got the, They said, "Wait, wait, we're at fifty three million, and it needs how much? Oh no, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're we're done. We're done." What's up, ten five? Welcome to chat. Welcome to chat. I can also give them a little credit for talking about being a completely new IP and having to do all that. Like you look at some of how some of those have done stuff like Anthem or right. But the thing is, how did you get to the fifty million dollar price point? Uh, if that's going to be your argument, hey, it's a you know you're going to have to prove yourself every step of the way. Milestones, right? Miles mm -hmm. project milestones. How did you get to fifty three million on a totally unknown IP that you were going to be a little shaky about because it's an unknown IP and everything? How did you get to that point and then go, okay, enough's enough, guys. We have, like, what didn't you, <laughs> at what point did they make milestones and then stop making them that you're like, yeah, this is enough? It had to be rebooted multiple times. I, I think if it's an unknown IP, once you reboot it, if you reboot it once, it was lucky. It was lucky to get that shot. You don't do it again, right? I, I don't know. There was wasn't there some like Ubisoft thing to keep changing leads on and rebooting? And well, that they have that. That's different. That's contractual. They have a they have a contract with the Singapore government that that game has to come out. <laughs> that's different. That's a little. That's how different. you get to that price tag? How many, how many times was New World rebooted? Probably <laughs> right. Uh, well, but see exactly my point. They shut exactly. they just shut that's, things down. They were just like no. Nope. They should have shut down New World. Probably uh, breakaway. Nope. <laughs> Crucible, nope. Yeah. Shut them down. Shut them down. Shut them down. Then we got Lost Ark coming up with uh with loot boxes. We talked about that on MMO Bombs Always Online too. That yeah, there's gonna be the loot boxes. They're already in the East. We just don't know the impact on what they're gonna be in the West, but apparently it is enough that they won't be available in Belgium. The game won't be avail available in Belgium and the Netherlands because you you can't do that shit there. Interesting. Um, yeah, that that is weird because somebody on MMO Bomb's comments said, you know, they're just cosmetic and they're in-game rewards only. And I'm like, well, that's what we thought too? But that wouldn't disqualify them from Belgium and Netherlands because you couldn't buy them with cash. So we reached out to ask the team and they haven't replied mm -hmm. to us yet. They did they, they replied saying We've sent the questions to the team. As soon as we have answers, we'll give them back to you. So it's not like they it's ignored It's totally discounted in those countries. They, they don't like loot boxes at all, random right. stuff you can buy. Right. Whether it's cosmetic or what, whatever. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We, we asked for clarification on exactly what the loot boxes will look like when they come here. Uh, when Lost, Lost Ark comes Earth here. Currently in beta. actually kind of interesting. Oh, I like Lost it's, Ark. It's, it's looking yeah. interesting. That's yeah, I like yeah, Lost it, Ark. I, I've played it. I think we, uh... this is the beta that's running right now. I think is the third or fourth time I've gotten my hands on it. Mm -hmm. Zach Sharps over at MMO Bomb has you know, played it extensively on the Korean pro. servers. 
uh, and did a, a video for it. And he's going to do the first look for MMO Bomb when it comes out. He called that like two years ago. Whenever Amazon <laughs> drops this, I'm doing the first look. Okay, Zach, mm -hmm. it's yours. It's yours, brother. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Uh, one other thing canceled. I this I never would have seen, Jason. What the what the hell's this? I I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy. I have no idea what the hell's going on here. Yeah, but are you a Pokemon Go fan? Uh, no, not. I mean, it was installed no, on my phone well, for a couple know, of days. Oh my god, dude! I got like 50 Pikachu's. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. The uh, follow up to that, which I'm sure they thought was going to be another huge money maker, was uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. And it wasn't a huge moneymaker. It is now being uh, shut down. It's going to close down January 31st. Womp, womp. Yeah, it was kind sure. of like not well received right out of the gate. I had it for a little bit on my phone. And granted, I have an older phone, but like the uh, Pokemon worked fine on it. It was a little slow, right. but it, it worked fine. This was impossible to play because it just, it just ran so slow. It had much more graphics, much fancier and so on. And just didn't match the whole. Had the same kind of general gameplay of like collecting things as you go around. Only you're collecting right. like, you know, spirits that you're trying to capture or, or monsters or whatever. And doesn't have that like Pokemon just is naturally suited for that. And I just think the Harry Potter universe isn't really as much. So well, the, it just didn't there, strike there was uh, there was another problem with that because uh, I had asked the wife about it because I had I had never played it. I had no idea it was a Harry Potter game. But apparently she had played it, and um, we we do have more i guess more modern phones than you can you have there jason probably probably but uh the problem she ran into and she only played it for the first two weeks was that you have energy yeah, uh, yeah there was that stamina weapon. system thing right well kind of it's it's magic energy that you need to do things and you randomly get more magic energies from doing things right but the rng was terrible for it um yeah. you the amount of time you had to wait between playtime to use this magic energy that it recharged was also massive and it made you not you know forget about the game essentially before it recharged the only other way to get more energy is to guess pay money ding 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 so ding. yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. it, it kind of went out of her phone real quick so um... yeah, I, I think that's one of the problems they have <laughs> Let's take a peek at some games actually that are going to make it. So we've already talked about Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, I do have it installed. Uh, we're going to be doing a first look on it for MMOBomb.com this week. That one will be done by uh, Ethos. Uh, also have a video going up for him next week as well. A little updated first look for Apex Legends since it's had some massive changes since we did our original first look. So we're still trying to go through some of that stuff. Uh, I booted this up because it was an option for streaming yesterday for MMO Bomb, and I did like the initial train level, and then that was it. Uh, I logged off, so I don't have too many personal opinions uh, about Call of Duty itself yet. Uh, I'm gonna play it probably tonight if my my brother accepts my apology for thinking he was 30 and not 31. Although I guess it could be worse, right? I could have thought he was 32 and he's 31. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. never a problem if you think they're right. I, I aired on the the right side, the right side. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, I'll probably play it with him tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not generally huge into the call of duties and I know the campaigns are usually only like six to eight hours ish long and, and everything I'm seeing puts this campaign right at around that, that, uh, that time group at uh, time that, that length of time. Uh, I usually stick with the multiplayer for like the first season. Uh, and then I kind of fall out of it because I just don't play it enough to, to, to really dive into it. So, but I, you know, I spend 60 bucks. I don't buy the collector's editions and I get, 
three or four months out of it. That's cool by me. Um, I do like the way it looks on my computer. The first level I did, I, that's all I got to go by personally. But looking at streams and reviews, I, it seems to fit the bill, Jason. It does what Call of Duty is supposed to do, for better or for worse. There was a meme going around the other day where it said, what was the last Call of Duty game you played? Or what was the first Call of Duty game you played? I think it was also the last one I played, which was Call of Duty Finest Hour for the PS2, which came out in 2004. Ooh, wow. Not so, a fan, huh? Yeah, it's never been a franchise. It's just not not quite on the same level as Zombies, but World War II is kind of my same general, usually uh, meh feeling. Well, yeah, I and mean, even when they like move Call it, of Duty. even when they move it into different eras, it's still basically the same story. Sure, sure. Just, Everything's I, I shades can, of brown. Be, Go shoot it. I can be put in by window dressing. I can, I can play a World War One game that's supposed to be or yep. supposed to be World War Two. But that's yeah. look. We're in a brown map with brown trains, wearing brown coats and brown hats, and our guns are dyed brown, except for that guy who's got a Skittles-looking gun. I don't know what he's doing with that, <laughs> but he just killed me four <laughs> times. I hate this game. This sucks. Yod, not a Call of Duty guy. Nope. Easy enough. Not Next up, Forza Five. Forza Horizon 5, lots of buzz about this one. You can actually play this one right now, depending on what uh, package you pre-ordered of the game. Uh, the official release is in three days on the 9th. It's already available to install. We talked about how big the file is. I don't know. I'm a Gran Turismo... Like, I'm not huge into car games in general, but I kind of lean onto the Gran Turismo side of things a little more than the Forza side of things historically, not that I've played every single one of both of those uh, but size of the file aside Jason, Forza looks freaking phenomenal it does although I feel like I'd rather watch the game than have to actually play it I'm not into, I'm not as into the really realistic driving games that used to be. I just want to watch someone just put up on big TV and pretend that it's actually like a real driving thing. Because it looks beautiful. Just stream it, huh? Yeah. Yod, you a driving guy? Nope. Same boat as Jason. I'd rather watch it. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2 also comes out on the 9th. My oldest son and I actually enjoyed the the concept of this one. It's a Jurassic Park, basically Sim Jurassic Park. Although the mm -hmm. first one we did have problems with in that it was pretty limiting. Like you couldn't just... If I gave you a Sim Jurassic Park, Yod, what do you want to do? You just give me a grassy island and let me go. Just yeah, give me a grassy and let me do whatever the hell I want. And you really couldn't do that in that game. It was more objective. What? Yeah, you could build things where you wanted them and how you wanted them. Uh, but it was very objective-based where you had to meet these certain objectives. And, yeah, it wasn't as free-form as, like, a SimCity or something. This one's supposed yeah, to be a I little more in like... that free-form vein. So I'm actually really looking forward to this because I like the idea of a Sim Jurassic Park. But I want an actual Sim Jurassic Park, not what we got the first time around. So I'm kind of looking forward to this one, Yad. It does look interesting. Um, not really... I didn't buy the first one, so I don't know. I'll, I'll see what it looks like when it comes out, one of those deals, for me. Jason? Again, I, I watched someone play a good bit of the first game and did think it looked pretty cool. And I always had it on my wish list. Like, maybe I'll get this at some point. Because I, I love a good sim game. That, that's what I really get into these days. So, 
maybe I'll check this one out at some point. Yeah, it's not like a first day must buy kind of thing. Much now. anticipated sequel to Frontiers, highly successful Jurassic World Evolution, building upon the groundbreaking and immersive 2018 management sim, introduces a compelling new narrative campaign. All right, we, we knew that was going to be there. Incredible new features, awe-inspiring new dinosaurs. That was another thing. The The dinosaur roster in the first one was rather limited, in my opinion. Um, brought to life with cap captivating authenticity, together with expanded construction and more customization options, the result is an even bigger, better, and authentic Jurassic World game. And I, you know what? That last sentence is all I wanted out of the first one. <laughs> That's all I wanted out of the first one. So hopefully this go-around. It was an enjoyable time but it could have been better. Uh, GTA Trilogy comes out on 11th. This is, to be clear, GTA 3 and uh, Vice City and whatever the, the other one is. It's a three, I can't remember. Off the top San of Andreas? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Thank you. Uh, it's a three-pack. It's the uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 Trilogy on the 11th. I'm not buying this for the fourth time. It's not going to happen. I'm done. You sure? I'm done. I'm done. I'm checking what out. What about when it comes out the fifth time? I don't care how pretty this looks. I'm done with three, four, and five. I'm done with all three of them. I'm not buying another fucking Skyrim in my lifetime. I'm just <laughs> not doing it for these titles. There you anymore. are. You're buying another Skyrim. You're buying Elden Ring, aren't you? That's, That's not Skyrim. Skyrim, you little bitch. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> uh, is this on anybody? Like, is this on anybody's pickup list? Nope. Oh no, no. I mean, you gotta. I think you really gotta be into GTA Three to. to you have five at this point. I don't, I don't do remakes, no, unless do, they're actually a different remakes. game, like FF Seven. Yeah, I'll do remakes. Yeah. That's fine. I don't mind doing no. remakes. But uh, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two, what I bought uh, Lou for his birthday, comes out later on the nineteenth. I'm not gonna pick this one up only because for me, it's kind of like which do I want yes this year? Ting. All right, looks like we're buying Battlefield. Ting! All right, it's Call of Duty this year. I usually kind of just go with one or the other. And as much as I joke about flipping a coin, it's usually like whatever Perry, Lou, and Havoc are going to get. Uh, just so you know, we all cruise together and stuff like that. So I'm not going to be picking up Battlefield. Uh, Jason, you kind of alluded to some reviews from Beta earlier that, yeah, you know, might, just yeah. like Call of Duty, it probably sounds like it does what it's supposed to, but nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, but the fact that I haven't played that it's not just like I said, your your brown World War Two guys and you know, I like I said, I played around with it a bit more has has a resemblance to Planet Side, so yeah, I, I think I kinda like this one. I'll at least look into it. Yod? Battlefield's one of those games where I always look at it and go, That's really cool. I like the story that they're they're um showing in the trailer and then I forget about. I don't know. There's why. no story. You don't need the story. You blow shit up. <laughs> I, I yeah, but I don't know why, like the, the um combat evolved or oh the, the previous one that they did um where i think it had like space and stuff oh yeah like the that. space one that, that was a little yeah. too out there i think for me yeah, but th things like that i i see the trailer it's like that looks really cool i think i want to play it and and then i forget to buy it or <laughs> something else comes up and it just <laughs> and then know, i it, forget it, to buy it, it. Look, on the bright side, the last podcast I was on was with someone who forgot to breathe. So, you know. That is true. And, but, that is true. But then the next one comes out, and I'm like, hey, that looks pretty cool. Oh, wait, I was supposed to buy the last one. Yod's <laughs> like, you know what? Battlefield 1942 was a good fucking game. That was a good game. I should buy this next one. And how you can get that? You can, you can get Game Pass for just a dollar. True. You can, true. You can play it. True. The old one. Forza and, and, and Halo when it comes. 
Yeah, Halo. That, that's the other one. That that's I'm early December, so it doesn't make our list right now. Yeah. We're just talking about the November titles, but yeah. Ten five says I have the same feeling about Battlefield and Call of Duty as I do boiled chicken. Yeah, it's food, <laughs> and you could eat it, but it really doesn't have any flavor. <laughs> that's why I forget about it. <laughs> yeah, but, but if you've never eaten boiled chicken like like me, you might give it a try. You know. Uh, any any other titles in November that either of you are kind of keeping an eye on? Maybe interested in. Uh, I looked out the list and uh, Toonchi and Demon Turf look like it's got some decent st- art style going on there. Yep, sold already. Like, you sold it to yeah, the artist. Surprise. Those those yeah. look like they've got some cool, fun, you know, kill things and little storyline going on. Yeah, and I like a good, like I said, I like a good strategy game, 4X strategy game, so I thought Punk Wars looked kind of neat if I was going to pick something out from that. Nice. Nice. So. Uh, two last little bits. Just kind of want to get your take on them. They're not huge news or anything at the moment. We did speculate on previous shows here that Sega and Microsoft could be having some discussions, maybe in the acquisition category of things, with Microsoft looking to acquire and wanting to kind of move into Japan a little more. And Sega kind of seemed like a good fit, but we we did we hedged our bets on that one. We thought it was possible but unlikely. Well, it does turn out that the two of them are going to have a little bit of a partnership here, Jason. And exactly what this partnership is going to yield, we don't really know. But it's not an acquisition. No, uh, Sega is going to do next generation development, a uh, uh, next generation development environment built on Microsoft's Azure Cloud platform, which will focus on new and innovative titles where the key focuses are global, online, community, and IP utilization. Yeah, and that's a lot of buzzwords to uh, say <laughs> we're going to do a lot of cloud stuff, but that doesn't yeah. necessarily make... I mean, potentially, could it lead to exclusive titles for Microsoft's platforms? Of course it could, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. I mean, even Sony uses the Azure Cloud platform for for different things, so... Yeah, I take it for what it is. Maybe it means something, maybe it doesn't. We'll see as we go on. Last, I just wanted out of curiosity to see, uh, this was something Ninja brought up uh, in one of our chats uh, last week, and I just wanted to see if you guys, what you think about stuff like this. So this is a demake, basically, of uh, Bloodborne, except it's for the original PlayStation 1. This is by Botster over on Twitter. They announced re- yes uh, a few days ago that it will release January 31st of 2022. Now, when it says release, we're not really sure exactly what that means uh, because can't imagine you really being able to sell this without some people getting a little pissed uh, and trying to come after you because, you know, you did rip off the copyright stuff. But uh, generally speaking, I've played a few demakes in, in my life. Uh, and they were enjoyable, but I don't know if I really want to go back and play a PlayStation 1 Bloodborne. As a passion project for Buster making this, it's absolutely brilliant. It looks great. It's fantastic to have put years of work into this and have it look like this. Total kudos across the board there. But like, even if it was like, hey, support us with a $5 donation, I, I don't... I'd probably just be donating to you to donate to you. I don't know if I'd ever boot the damn thing up. Jason, do you do you play stuff like this? Does passion projects like this the spark interest in you? I mean, you are a cold bastard, so <laughs> you are so funny, Mike. Uh, no, it looks cool, 
But it looks that's cool. About it. I, I can certainly, I can certainly uh, acknowledge the skill required to do this. No that, doubt. That's not something you hear about. I, I just, you say you've played other D makes. I have never yeah. heard of someone doing something like this, taking a modern like PS4 game, making it for the PS1. Like, oh would, yeah. Would this count? Would this count as a game older than Torchwick? Can he play this on stream? I, I guess it's PlayStation One, I and mean, he likes Bloodborne. Sure. I'm sure we could like negotiate but, with him. Yeah. But it was made. This, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. What? It only mimics. You guys don't She's do the, like remakes. I, 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 I gotta go to the rule book. I gotta go to the rule yeah, book. The, the, the Torchwood yeah, streamed the rule book. Rule the rule games book. older than me. Go to the games older than me file. You guys don't do like hacks or homebrews or demakes or anything like that. I, I no, mean, man. I, I I have a computer that plays awesome graphics and has all sorts of <laughs> shit on. Why would I want to play this crap? The the artistic value of it is yeah, I would think yeah, and, you would be all over like homebrews see, like, and demakes and stuff. Like, like I said, the, the 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 artistic value of it is amazing. To show the skill of being able to do this is awesome. It's a dying art, would right? Because it's a system it? that you just don't design for anymore. Right. There's well, a reason well, it's would, dying. Yeah. The, <laughs> the question God, is, would I play it though? Prick. <laughs> would I play it though? And the question is, no. No, I would not play. I wouldn't either. But I'd probably yeah. donate a couple of bucks to you for right, for doing right. it. That that's the whole thing. It it it's interesting. Supporting the artist is important because yeah. supporting arts is good. But okay, you made it. Now what? <laughs> you know? Let's head if over and do games job. of the week. Sorry, Yad, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> Sorry. We didn't want to hear you go off another 20 minutes behind yeah, the support yeah. artists. That's <laughs> yeah. smart. That's smart. <laughs> this is the end of the show, last segment, where what we do is we give you a game of the week. Each of us is going to give you one game that we recommend you check out. It could be something we're playing now, played in the past, never played before, but think it's worth checking out. Video game, board game, card game, doesn't matter. All three of us will give you one in the comments below on Ready Check Radio and over on YouTube. You give us who won the recommendation challenge for this week. Yod, you go first. All right. So this week I found out that there is a game called Record of Lotus War. <gasps> I love Geekland Record Wonder of Labyrinth. Oh, I played Record of Lotus War on the Dreamcast, and it was a fantastic tactical game. A fantastic no, one. This this is a Metroidvania game. Oh. And it dropped in March on Steam at Obian Platforms in December. Mm. So it's, it's doing after the show. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've never seen I, I was watching like what do you some mean RPG after stories. <laughs> <laughs> He's downloading it now. What do you mean <laughs> after the show? I just booted Steam up to go see it. Is it it's on Steam? Yeah, it's on Steam right now. But I was watching RPG horror stories, and they were playing this game in the background while they were reading the horror stories. I'm like, "What the heck is that? That's that's Record of Lotus War." So I had to look it up, and yeah, it dropped in March for for PC, and it would drop in uh, for consoles in December. Metroidvania style, Deedlet running around doing her thing. So anime and ca Metroidvania. Mm, I'm not huge in the Record of Lotus War like uh, lore and everything, but like I said, I played. I put so many hours on record. record of, yeah, it was Steam dinging. Mm -hmm. I had to unlock it with my pass, my family pass <laughs> code. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't lying. Uh, <laughs> I it, but it was a it was a Dreamcast game. It was like a, ta a Final Fantasy Tactics ogre battle in that vein. 
mm-hmm. and it was that was that game was tremendous. I have it upstairs. It's so 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 good. I'm gonna have Let to me... look at this some more afterwards. God damn it! Yeah. You might have just <laughs> won. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Mike's vote. Whatever Mike is, Mike's not even vote for himself, now. right? Jason, what do you got? Uh, my game of the week is Wreckfest, which, as you know, as I t- said before, I'm not as into driving games as I used to be. But I, you know, I've, now that I've got the, uh, now that I'm on the Game Pass hype train, uh, I downloaded and played Wreckfest, which I'd seen people play before in the past. It's a, it's got racing, but it's also got a really good damage model. Basically, it's like a racing plus demolition derby kind of thing, and all sorts of great like body parts going off all over the place and just lots of fun and chaos and destruction and especially if you get a good multiplayer group going, which I've tried to encourage because the person I see streaming this the most is Mike B. He always has community nights for it every now and then. I tried to ping him to encourage him to do another one soon, so hopefully I can get down on that and have a whole lot of uh chaos and driving and stuff with friends. Nice. I'm going to go with a uh, record of Lotus for uh, Deedlit in Wonder Labyrinth. Uh, that, that's... No, no, no. Can't do something else. Somebody else has picked. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that one. Tark nope. says, very Symphony of the Night ripoff. I mean, it's a Metroidvania. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> that's, the whole, that's the reason it's called that. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like, what do I? I'll, uh, okay, fine. I'll go with Metroid Dread. I did finally pick that up. I picked it up last week when I bought uh, Mario Party Superstars. Uh, bought them both at the same time. I had waited on Dread a little bit, but I'll I'll give Metroid Dread the the game of the week recommendations. The animations are very same. A lot of the Metroidvanias are. Yeah, a lot. Did they are. get a good Mario Party on Game Pass? Uh, that one might be a little challenging. A little oh, challenging. Yeah. Chat, don't go anywhere. Right after the show, we've got Torchwick going live with games older than us. And guess what? He did, in fact, last fr- uh, last Saturday, beat Vagrant Story. How are you feeling? Yes. I don't believe it. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well after last week's success. And um, before we go any further, I just I have something for uh, Mr. Jason Winter here. Oh, I got the rule book, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, subsection oh, 23, uh, rule B. If the game is cool enough and looks old, I'm allowed to play it. Ah, okay. 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 All right. All right. Go. All right. Glad we got that clarification in here. All right. So you're done. I know your plan last week was to kind of jump into Castlevania, the Sim- uh, Symphony of the Night. Speaking of the devil itself, uh, but that was kind of like for Halloween. Are you still planning to do that today? Even since it took you a little longer to beat Vagrant Story last week. Yeah, I'm. I'm still gonna do it. I think it'll be nice to have a game I'm familiar with. That I might be able to just breeze through in like two, maybe three streams. I think that'd be a nice, nice relaxing experience. There you go, then Torchwick. Uh, Torchwick Tarkoth, you can come and just watch and play Symphony of the Night. Don't have to watch a Symphony of the Night ripoff. Just watch Symphony of the Night. See, then again, the way it took off a long time to do the last one, this might last until next Halloween. Maybe. 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 <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Chat, don't go anywhere. We'll go down for about 15 seconds, relabel everything, and bring it back up. We'll be back, of course, next week with a plethora of streams and then our shows, The Relic Grind, where we will get into the Final Fantasy delay and live letter that we talked about at the top of the show today in very, very, very excruciating detail. Well, we'll blast doing it, and then we'll be right back here Saturday for another episode of Gaming Gumbo. Until then, Yad, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yad works on Twitter, Yad works on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason. I'm on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. Follow me right there at MagicMan1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O. And we'll tweet at you every time we go live with a podcast, a streamer, or we're just hanging out doing some tabletop games. Stay safe. 
See you on the servers. Oh,